Ah, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter, and from Sprint, try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty-one twenty-five per month. Credit apply within two bills. If cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another show of ISPS Radio. It's Tuesday night here in beautiful Miami, Florida, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The guest call-in number for tonight's show is area code 347-637-3978. Again, that number is area code 347-637-3978. My guest on tonight's show is John Fisher from Fisher Law Firm. You can follow them on Twitter at Fisher Law Firm. We're going to be talking a little bit later about the uh, NBA, the Los Angeles Clippers, and uh, Donald Sterling, that whole case, uh, which has been, you know, in in the media lately. And uh, it's very interesting uh, to see what's going to come come about that, um, that whole issue. So we're going to have John Fisher in a little bit later. Um, You could tweet us at ISPSO. Also, you could tweet John at Fisher Law Firm. That's F-I-S-C-H-E-R Law Firm altogether on Twitter. We'll be right back right after this message. B-45 Yellow Birch Wood Batch from Canada 
are the official wood bats of ISPS and also the official bat used in the ISPS Puerto Rican leagues in Puerto Rico. They're made from Pro Select Yellow Birch Wood from Canada. And also they will be featured in some of our upcoming ISPS Wood Bat Tournaments and Wood Bat Leagues. Stay tuned for more information. Visit them on Twitter and also follow them at B45 Yellow Birch. B45 Yellow Birch, the official Wood Bat of ISPS. Now you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. The both handles, both usernames are the same at ISPSO, and we're also on Facebook at International Slow Pitch Softball. Uh, this past weekend, we had a great, great event. Unfortunately, Mother Nature was not on our side. At least she wasn't for the afternoon portion of our day. Um, around maybe around 1 o'clock, yeah, just about 1 o'clock uh, this past Saturday in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, we had a, a lot of heavy rain, a lot of bad weather come in uh, during our breast cancer awareness tournament, our annual breast cancer awareness. Um, this tournament was hosted by our Florida State Director, Mr. Gabe Kareed, who um, his mother passed away, I believe it was last year, um, from breast cancer, and uh, we hosted a breast cancer tournament, breast cancer awareness tournament, in her honor and also in the honor of uh, all those affected by breast cancer. Um, the co-ed division started early in the morning. We started, I believe, it was around uh, nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, we almost, almost were able to. Uh, Um, but uh, Comp Glass ended up taking it, taking first place because uh, they were still undefeated in the winner's bracket. They were the only team that was still undefeated. So they took home first place. Second place went out to Down South Co-Ed. Uh, and then the uh, men's division actually... You know, the field got really, really uh, saturated, um, looked like small little lakes all over the field, even on the outfield. And uh, as some of you know, Mills Pond is, is really, really, really great. Uh, it really holds holds down water really well, those fields, but uh, it was just too much, uh, you know, too much too quick that came down on Fort Lauderdale this past Saturday. Um, you know, so... Um, Really want to give thanks to all those teams that participated, uh, all the fans that came out. Um, I also, actually, my my special guest on tonight's show was was out there because um, we're going to ask him a little bit later about his his knee problem. He's still uh, hobbling over like a like an eighty year old man out there, John. But uh, he was out there as well. Uh, we talked about the show for tonight, and uh, we got a lot of interesting stuff. He has a lot of interesting information about the Donald Sterling and the uh, L.A. Clippers um, case. But on to other things. Um, this May 24th, we have the ISPS Miami-Dade County Local Qualifier Tournament. May 24th at Kendall Indian Hammocks. 
Um, men's divisions is just 275 for both upper or lower divisions, as well as co-ed. Co-ed is just $200 uh, for per team. Um, there's a bunch of cash prizes. Co-ed is going to take actually uh, trophies and sponsor plaques home for first, second, and third place. Uh, it's a three-game guaranteed, and we will be testing bats out there, just 15 bats per team. Um, if you want more information, contact our offices at 786-245-3243. Um, actually, this uh, May 10th, we were going to have a tournament in Iowa, in Oskaloosa, Iowa, at Edmonton Park. Uh but because it is Mother's Day weekend, this tournament has been uh, postponed to uh, May 31st, May 31st and June 1st at the same park, Edmonton Park in Oskaloosa, Iowa. It's just $185. Uh, check out the tournament section on our website, ispssoftball.com, for more information. Um, really, really proud of all of our radio shows. We have three weekly shows. Uh, my show, the one you're listening to right now, is at 8 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday night. We are actually debating whether we uh, should change the uh, time slot. Uh, if you have any suggestions on a better time slot um, or if we should just keep it at 8 p.m., uh, some of you have been uh, chiming in that at 8 p.m. you are most likely on the field playing in, in some of your league nights out there. So uh, if you were, if you would prefer to listen to our live show later on at night or a little bit earlier before you guys head out to your leagues, just chime us in, let us know. Uh, we're here for you guys. Or if you just want to keep it at 8 p.m. and just listen to it on the replays, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. We're also on iTunes now. Um, we are, you know, readily available on iTunes. Just search for ISPS Softball, and all of our shows are on iTunes, as well as Blog Talk Radio and our, our mobile app. Uh, our mobile app is on Google Play Store, and it's completely free for all you Android users. Uh, so check that out. Um, the three shows, like I said, my show is on Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 p.m. over here on the East Coast is our toe-to-toe softball show with Corey Ryder from toe-to-toe softball. He's on the West Coast. And then Thursday nights is the hot corner with Dr. Ray. And, uh, Dr. Ray, you, if some of you guys know him, he's a little bit, uh, you know, he, he likes to be on, on, on top of things, on the cutting edge of technology and all this stuff. Um, Dr. Ray recently posted up some uh, really cool videos, some uh, first-person view videos. He uh, attached a GoPro camera to his head while he's out there playing. He's uh, playing third base or shortstop. And it's a really, really cool perspective to to see. You know, it's... it's uh, First-person view, basically. Um, you're 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 seeing everything that Dr. Ray is seeing, and and there's one video on there. You got to see it. Um, there's a play at second base, and and the I believe it's the second baseman, or maybe it's the shortstop, uh, completely flips in the air, uh, 
um, and you're you're able to see it on the video. So it's really cool. Follow Dr. Ray at Dr. Ray T on Twitter, or go to his website 353heal.com and check out some of those videos. Really cool, really cool videos. Um, talking about videos, um, this past weekend, even though it did rain, uh, we were able to fly our new drone. Uh, ISPS recently purchased a drone to give you give you guys and girls uh, a very cool perspective, a very cool view of the playing field while you guys are out there playing. Um, we were able to shoot some great video up from about maybe 100 feet, maybe even more, um, over Mills Pond. Check out our YouTube page. Uh, just look for ISPS Softball. And it's also on our homepage at ISPSsoftball.com. Really cool, our drone. Um, you know, we've only had it about a week, but uh, we've already got some really, really cool footage. So check it out. It's from a, you know, you've never seen this, uh, these views of the softball field, I, I guess, before. I, I haven't seen them out there. So uh, I, I thought it was really cool to see the drone flying over and and see all the uh, video that the, the drone was able to capture out there. Check it out on our YouTube page. Just search for ISPS Softball on YouTube. Uh, June 7th, we're going to Fort Lauderdale, back to Mills Pond. We're going to have a Fort Lauderdale local qualifier softball tournament. Uh, this tournament is also 275 for the men's and just 200 for co-ed three-game guarantee, and we're also doing bat testing again. We have a uh, – ISPS has a bat tester, which we take to most of our Florida tournaments because it's, it's here in Florida. Um, so check that out. This is June 7th at Mills Pond Softball Complex in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Hitting Jacket is the official training tool and on-deck weights of ISPS. You've seen them at our World Championships. You've also seen them at our City of Miami Invitational Tournament. Hitting Jacket improves your bat speed, your strength and power, increases ball exit velocity. Hit live batting practice with it on. You see immediate results and it's very, very easy to use. Visit HittingJacket.com and make sure you use the coupon code ISPSHJ10 for 10% off your complete order at HittingJacket.com. Again, that coupon code is ISPSHJ10. You're listening to the ISPS East Coast Radio Show with your host, Manuel Ferrero. We're on live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the ISPS radio channel on Blog Talk Radio. Send us your questions by Twitter at ISPSO or Facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. Or if you want to go live on the show, call the guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Again, that number to call is area code 347-637-3978. And make sure you listen to all the new shows as well as the old ones on the new ISPS mobile app from our website. A little bit later, like I said earlier, we're going to have John Fisher from Fisher Law Firm. We're going to be talking about Donald Sterling, the NBA, and the L.A. Clippers um, with that whole ordeal. Um, 
But a little bit sooner, Oskaloosa, Iowa, back at Oskaloosa in Edmondson Park on June 28th for all the Iowa teams. It's just $180 per team. This is going to be a points builder. Uh, We have a world points race, which uh, teams participate in uh, tournaments and leagues uh, to receive points towards the world points race to see who's the uh, winning points race uh, team of the year. You're uh, competing against all the teams of ISCS from around the world. So check it out. Um, It's under the uh, standings section on our website at ISTSsoftball.com. But for you Iowa teams that want to build some points, June 28th at Edmondson Park in Oskaloosa, Iowa. For more information, visit our website, ISTSsoftball.com, or contact Carrie Legbold at 641 Six seven zero zero one four zero. This Thursday night, I want you all to listen to Dr. Ray and the Hot Corner Show with Dr. Ray Tolmos Thursday night at 7 p.m. over here on the East Coast. Uh, his show is also on iTunes, so check it out. And uh, go to his website, 353heal.com, um, or follow him on Twitter at Dr. Ray. Remember, Dr. Ray has his own show, The Hot Corner, on Thursday nights at 7. Then we're back in Oskaloosa, Iowa, for the B45 Point Builder Woodbat Tournament. This is July 12th and 13th. Every team is going to get their own woodbat exclusively from B45 Yellow Birch. This is July 12th and 13th in Oskaloosa, Iowa. Our Sunday Night Woodbat League, uh, which actually Mr. John Fisher from Fisher Law Firm is one of the players out there, you could actually uh, visit our website, ISPSsoftball.com, and check out his, uh, his batting average and what he's uh, actually hitting in that league. Actually, uh, I think he's uh, currently injured, but uh, you can see what he was doing up to the moment he was <laughs> up to the moment he got injured. So uh, check it out there. The new season is going to start June 1st. This is the uh, Sunday Night Woodbat League down here in Miami, Florida. Well, we play at Chapman Field down in uh, South Dade. Very, very nice complex. So check it out. This is our first Woodbat League in uh, Miami, Florida. Um, all the uh, players... They get to hit with our B45 Yellow Birch uh, wood bat, the official wood bat of ISPS. And this week, actually, all the teams that participated are going to be receiving their free team custom wood bats with their team colors, their team name laser engraved on the wood bat. Really, really nice. They'll be here later this week, and they will actually have them just in time for the playoffs of that league. So, um yeah, John Fisher from the uh, Big Naturals. If you get a chance, go to our website, ISPSsoftball.com, under players. Uh, look for John Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R. We'll talk to him a little bit later about his batting average and uh, what we could do to improve it. I want to give a special thanks, and maybe we could actually uh, get a couple of these for John Fisher. Uh, I want to give a special thanks to the Hitting Jacket, uh, the official ISPS training tool and on-deck weights of ISPS. 
Uh, we actually have some of these hitting jacket tools at our leagues, at our tournaments. They will definitely be at our world championships and at the uh, City of Miami Invitational Tournament. So be on the lookout for that. Go to hittingjacket.com and make sure you use the uh, ISPS discount code. All you have to do is just type in ISPS and you get 10% off everything at hittingjacket.com. Then in July, uh, we're going to be going to Canada, to Alberta, Canada, at the uh, Softball Valley. We're going to be hosting two, two tournaments there. One, they're both national championships. One of them it will be wood bat. The other one will be regular composite bats, or actually whatever you want to swing on that one, as long as they pass compression testing. Uh, but July 24th will be the uh, Canadian Wood Bat National Championships, hosted by ISPS and B45 Yellow Birch. Uh, the champions will be receiving ISPS Canada National Championship rings. And then we will be having another tournament in August, which will be the uh all, any bat that you would like to hit as long as it passes um compression that one will be the uh national championships the first one in july will be wood the other one will be regular national championships then after that we're going to waterloo iowa at the hoing rice softball complex in waterloo iowa this will be july 26th and 27th this will be a points race builder for the world points race um, for some of you uh, Iowa teams up there. Zachary Hoover will be running the show. You could contact Zach at 563-920-0410 or visit our website, ispssoftball.com. Um, just a few more minutes, and we'll have John Fisher with us. A um, couple of things for Florida, Florida teams, a couple of things. Um, the 2014 Florida ISPS tournament schedule is up and updated on our website, ispssoftball.com, under tournaments. And also, for all of you uh, Florida team managers out there, if you haven't already downloaded the ISPS uh, Android app for Google Play Store, download it now. There's this uh, exclusive loyalty card program for Florida managers. Um, check it out under loyalty cards on our mobile app. Uh, the more tournaments you participate in, you uh, will actually be receiving free entry fees. Uh, so check it out. It's really cool. There's also a, a new coupon, digital coupons on our mobile app for you to use some coupons at our uh, ISPS partners, but the loyalty card is really cool. It's like a digital uh, loyalty card that you you get it punched at each tournament you participate in. It's all done on your phone, so uh, you'll never lose you'll never lose the card unless uh, you lose your phone. But you could always re-download the uh, the app, and it'll all be right there. Uh, so check it out on the uh, Google Play Store, our new mobile app with the new ISPS Florida Teams loyalty card. Not to worry with the other states. Uh, we're just testing this out in Florida first, but it will soon be rolling out to the other markets, uh, to the other ISPS markets uh, really soon, really, really soon. And uh, talking about Florida tournaments, 
our biggest tournament of the year is the World Championships November 1st weekend. Uh, this is just 178 days. If you want to check out the uh, countdown clock, we have a countdown clock at ispsworlds.com. This is the exclusive website specifically for the World Championships. Uh, the countdown clock says currently 178 days, 11 hours, 35 minutes, and 55 seconds right now. Um, so uh, check it out. <clears throat> There's also a link there to uh, download the new ISPS app from the Google Play Store. And like I said earlier, um, check out the cool videos of the ISPS drone flying over our uh, breast cancer awareness tournament this past weekend. And be on the lookout. Look up on the skies every time you're out there playing at an ISPS event because you never know when the drone could be looking at you. And once you see it, wave at it, say hello, and then uh, check it. Check yourself out on our YouTube page under ISPS Softball. Um, right after these messages, we're going to bring on John Fisher from Fisher Law Firm. Stay tuned right after here. Hey, everyone. This is Manuel Ferrero reminding you to visit our sponsor, Muchera Sports, at Muchera.com, the most innovative baseball and softball performance gear the base pass have ever seen. Muchera is the official sliding pants of ISPS. When you visit Muchera.com, make sure you remember to use the ISPS discount code. Simply put ISPS and receive 10% off your order. You're listening to the ISPS East Coast Radio Show with your host, Manuel Ferrero. We're on live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the ISPS radio channel on Blog Talk Radio. Send us your questions by Twitter at ISPSO or Facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. Or if you want to go live on the show, call the guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Again, that number to call is area code 347 347- Six three seven three nine seven eight, and make sure you listen to all the new shows as well as the old ones on the new ISPS mobile app from our website. Every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can listen into and call in the ISPS East Coast Radio Show. Call in at area code three four seven six three seven. Three nine seven eight, or send us your questions on Twitter at ISPSO. Also, don't forget to call in area code 347-637-3978 and talk to the doctor, Dr. Ray Tomos, now on his very own show every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Also, right here on ISPS Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Remember, call in at area code 347 637 3978. Again, that number is 347-637-3978. Or tweet us at ISPSO or at Dr. Ray T to contact the show. Now, my guest for tonight is John Fisher from Fisher Law Firm. You can follow him at Fisher Law Firm on Twitter. We're going to be talking about uh, well, let me bring him on the show first. John, are you there with us tonight, brother? I'm here, Manny. 
How are you, bro? How, how's uh, how's your injury, man? How how you been? Ah, the injury is coming along. I mean, it's still uh, it's one of those nagging nagging knee injuries. But given my past track record with multiple softball related surgeries, I'm trying to take it easy. Yeah, you told me over the weekend uh, you had a couple of uh, shoulder surgeries. What else? Um, well, that's really it. I mean, I had um, my rotator cuff repaired and then my labrum repaired, and I actually injured it uh Chapman Park head first slide in the third base Thursday night. That's where I did it. Now, uh, is that why your batting average is reflecting uh, 375 in this current season with the big naturals on Sunday nights? Um. No, no. Um, you know, in my defense, you know, the last two games I I was actually injured with my knee, but, you know, those stats really are only reflect. you know, it's a down season, I guess. But, you know, my other two seasons, as you can, if you search for my name, I was batting a combined 763. So, nice, not really man. representative nice. of, of my true talent, I would say. I'm just teasing, brother. I'm just teasing. Well, John, welcome to the show, man. Um, let's dive right into it. So what, what's up with uh, your homeboy Donald Sterling and, and what he said about the uh, about the uh, you know the uh, black community, if if you could say that. You know, you know. Thank and again, thanks for having me on the show. Um, you know, this is actually a, you know it's a really really interesting topic, really sensitive issue. It's something that, um, you know, we're seeing, you know, kind of this, I think this movement amongst people being like, oh, racism has ended. And, you know, we had that recent Supreme Court uh, order regarding affirmative action no longer is needed at the University of Michigan. Um, so we're, we're seeing this kind of, of shift of like, hey, you know, it's cool. Everything's done. It's, it's no longer existent. And, and I don't really think that's the case. Um, you know, as is really evident with, with what happened with Donald Sterling. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to listen again to um, the videotape yesterday, and I believe uh, Deadspin actually had an extended version. I got to hear 15 minutes rather than just the, the nine that was on TMZ. Um, you know, but I, I, I think Donald, Donald Sterling as an individual um, – you know, I, I think that he has he's got problems, he's got issues, and I don't really think that it's just, you know, that people want to take this this tape as that's what's reflective of how bad of a person is. I think that there's a lot that's worse that's existed prior to this, um, and and I think people really ignored it, and, and they didn't really focus on it, didn't really care because it didn't, you know, have it wasn't in your face, you know, it wasn't the news coverage that that I think it probably deserved. Um, so I think that that's kind of where we're at right now with the, with you know everything in, involving those comments. Now before we get into those comments, what what if for those listeners who don't know Donald Sterling, don't know his history, what what is his history? What has he said in the past? What what uh, how does he feel? What what does he think? Well, I mean, you know, I've, I've I've read reports and I've seen things that essentially, all right, and everyone knows Donald Sterling, excuse me, is the owner of the L.A. Clippers. He bought it in the early 80s for about $12 million. Um, but he is a slumlord. You know, he runs these properties and specifically has had multiple instances with civil rights actions and, and violated against uh, uh, individuals of African-American descent where he – 
basically would try to refuse the rent to them, try to get them out. Um, and, I, and I believe there was a comment that he had made prior to this that he didn't want, and what he claimed was that he didn't want people renting his property because black people smelled bad and they attracted vermin. And, and you know, the problem is I think that statement by itself is much more egregious than what was said in any of this tape, in, in my opinion. Um, and, 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 and I didn't even know about it uh, until, you know, people started bringing back up that, you know, regarding this tape. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people knew about it. And so that's why it's kind of, you know, this is a guy that his wife would go and act like she was part of some inspection company to see who they are, find out who was renting from them, and find out their race and try to get them out of there. And, that, and he had to pay, pay a bunch of money for that. So that's kind of what he was doing, you know, before this. So before this, this in fact, this tape was disclosed. Now let me ask you what what was his penalty for for saying those comments about uh you know uh the vermin attractiveness and then smelling bad or whatnot what what was his punishment was there any punishment for that you know i don't really think i don't i well at least i i know he settled the i think i think the case is settled so i think he paid some sort of monetary fine but when you got billions of dollars you know we're talking about you know to me and you a penny pennies on the dollar um, and it maybe maybe much less than that. So it's not really didn't really have any deterrent effect. And obviously, you know, he's eighty something years old. He's from a different generation, and that and and you know these these opinions and feelings that he has have have carried with him through life, as evident from his recent comments. Now, you know, I, what about you know? I, I condone what he says. I condone what he believes in. I I, I condone that that type of behavior, but. We are in the United States. We do have freedom of speech. Were any of his um, properties or, or, you know, slums taken away from him because of those uh, comments that he said before? Yeah, and, and, and Manny, I think you meant you do not condone, um, that you don't agree oh. with what he said. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Mr. Warrior, Mr. Mr. John Fisher. Hey, just, for, I'm uh, just trying to help you. You're over there saying you agree with it. Um, no, I mean, I mean, look. You know, we're, we're talking, you know, this is the, the reason why this is such an interesting topic is because if you look at where he was when the statements took place, they took place in private, in a discussion, uh, in his own home, where, you know, people say, you know, the buzzword is they have a reasonable expectation of privacy. And, and, and this comes, you know, really, uh, you know, on the back end of, of the Snowden release about the NSA and the, how they're inv- in, invading our life and, um, you know, people were all up in arms about that, but then when, you know, someone's privacy interest is invaded completely and then it's disclosed everywhere, people, because of the substance, because it showed something, they weren't really upset with it. So that makes me think that then probably if the NSA searches through everybody's, you know, background and, and life and they find something, then maybe people wouldn't have a problem with it. But, you know, I, I think, you know, it, that's why it's a weird thing. It's almost like this country has become this mob mentality of, of, of we're the generation of finger pointers, and everyone likes to jump on it um, and, and really go after something. You know, we saw it with the George Zimmerman. We saw it with uh, Casey Anthony, and, you know, it, the media gets behind it, and it really builds momentum that, that really causes the change. And, I mean, look how quickly the NBA in turn acted, you know, after everything was disclosed. Now, do you think – do you think the mob, as you as you call it, do you think um, 
they got more involved with this because it was it was his girlfriend who caught it and not the government or what are your thoughts on that? You know, I I don't really know. I mean, I, I it's hard to tell. I mean, if you listen to the tape, um, clearly the girl is goading him. I mean, she's baiting him, and you know, you know, I can't believe you don't do this. I can't believe you know, and and I'm not saying that, and I and I want to make it pretty clear that I don't support or condone any the anything that was stated by him, and I don't you know support that or, or in any way support those views, you know, but. You know, this is a guy that, if you listen, she was being sued by his wife. You know, she was out there with, with for as, as far as we can assume, um, no good purpose, no good intent to really try to bait him um, into saying things that maybe he ne- normally wouldn't say, especially in public. So I don't think they, that it matters whether it was the government or the girl. I think the, the substance is enough to really um, obfuscate that, that the privacy issue. Now, do you think this guy, Donald Sterling, obviously he's not in his right mind because, you know, he's being hypocritical. His girlfriend, even though I think she's, uh, she's you know, I, I don't think I, I, I pretty much, I, I would bet my, my life savings on it that she's had a couple of plastic surgeries, especially around the uh, facial area, but she is half Mexican and half black. Is he being totally hypocritical, or you think he's just completely gone that he doesn't even he doesn't even realize what he's saying to who he's saying it or or whatnot? You know, I, I don't I don't really know. I mean, you know, and and she tried to. I think at one point she was like, I guess you know you have this problem with what's in my skin, and he was like, What are you talking about? You know, he kind of. So I don't think you know he may be. Um, you know, he may be a behind-the-scenes bigot, you know, and the problem is there, there's a lot of people that may be like that. You know, they say one thing, do another, and, and what they are and how they act in their private life is, is much different than what they portray in public. And I think that, you know, that's for a lot of people, and it doesn't have to be just the racism issue. It can be a whole, whole list of things. I mean, there's a lot of things that people do in their private life that they don't want publicly disclosed. So, you know, I think that um, – you know, I forget that saying, that you know, something about he that uh, cast the first stone, make sure that, you know, his side of the street's clear or something. But I think that, I mean, what he said was wrong. I mean, you know, there's no denying that. And, you know, whether or not she go to them, whether or not it found out, what he got was wrong. But I think the, 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 the big thing is that there was so much worse before, and it, I think it was ignored. And, you know, Donald Sterling was a guy who had received awards from – Various civil rights group, NAACP. I mean, and so so these are organizations tradition who are now against him. That prior to this, when he was a slumlord doing the things he was doing, were taking money from him. You know, and, and not to and, and that's where I think the problem is is because why was it not addressed before this? You know, why did it take some private conversation that went out before this happened? Why did the NBA not step in? When he was doing the things he was doing, why is it? You know, there's all this list of why, why, why. You know, but we—I I don't think we can be able to determine that. That—that's to me what I think is the more issue is how come there was no action done prior to. And you know, we, we can always say it's money. You know, you know, we live in a system that if you got money, you can do a lot of bad things. You know, and, and maybe this was just the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Now, what do you think? What do you think about commissioner, the commissioner of the NBA, and what they're trying to do with the uh, with the other um, owners? I believe it's other, it's thirty other owners in the NBA. 
Yeah, the Board of Governors, yeah. I think it's something like that. Uh, you know, I think they have a difficult road ahead of them if, they, if they're going to attempt to, to try. One, Donald Sterling's not going to lay down and take this without a fight. You know, whether or not, you know, he has to, to never be go to an NBA game before, I mean, to relinquish his right as the owner is something that he's not going to want. Is he going to make a lot of money if it's sold? Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's there's speculation that the bidding war would drive up the cost of the L.A. Clippers up to a billion dollars, you know, for a guy who bought the team for $12 million. So, I mean, he, but, but I don't think it's a money issue. I mean, what we're talking about here is an individual's right to his own property, you know, and, and we're protected. I believe it, it's the Fifth Amendment that says that no, no, no individual will be deprived life, liberty, property, the pursuit of happiness without due process. Um, you know, and this is a guy who the NBA did this, you know, quick – uh, what I would call quick investigation. He said, "Yeah, I said it," and they said, "You're banned for life, two and a half million, which is the maximum fine allowable." Now, the, there's the bylaws were released by the NBA, and, and, and if you and not to get too drawn out and boring uh, with type of this legal analysis, but there's there's like a list of, I think there's um, ten way in, in ten instances when a the board of governors with a supermajority vote, which is a three quarter vote, can vote out. Um, one of the uh, an owner, and a lot of it relates to you know betting, uh, gambling, fulfilling obligation to players, um, I, and and really there's and I'll start with two, and there's two that stick that point out. One is they willfully violate <clears throat> any of the provisions of the constitutions and bylaws, resolutions, or agreements of the association, and that's the first one. And and the next one would be that. He failed or refused to fulfill its contractual obligations to the association, its members, players, or any other third party in such way as to affect the association or its members adversely. So, really, I mean, I think they're difficult on the boat. Those are the only type of prongs I think they have a case. Now, willfully, you know, I think, you know, with willful, it requires this big intent element of all this to try to do something to violate it. So I don't think they're going to show that he willfully violated anything because I don't think he intended what he said to be an official comment to, to willfully violate the NBA rules and regulations. So I think that's going to be a, a difficult task to take. But but the last one that talks about um, that he fails to fulfill its contractual obligation with any third party that looks adversely – now, a lot of the sponsors have backed out, so this may be the only argument is that saying because they've backed out of the contract, he's failed to comply with it because of what he's doing, and therefore it looks adversely on the league, and so that he's got to go. But but the problem is the precedent that you set with that is like, so what are you telling me, that sponsors can now control or dictate whether or not an owner of a team has to relinquish his rights to that team? You know, so it's a very precarious situation, I think, for the NBA, and it's going to be a difficult task. Now, do you think – I don't know how the law is in California, but do you think the courts will allow that evidence that TMZ released to, to be entered into court? Uh, yeah. I mean, if, if somebody well, – well, here's the thing. If somebody can um, – all someone's got to do is, is attest to its veracity that they were there. She can do it. Um, now, the issue is I don't – I haven't looked at it whether or not – the wiretapping statute is, is applicable in California. I know here in Florida we have one. And what she did in the release of that conversation to the public, she would be subject to not only civil liability but also criminal liability for uh, essentially it's wiretapping. 
even though it's not a phone call, I mean you're recording, you're unknowingly recording someone and then publishing that to the public. So I don't really know um, how that'll play out, but I, in terms of its admissibility in court, yeah, because it's a statement by Sterling, so they can put it in. Wow, John. Yeah, like like you said, the NBA and uh, Commissioner Silver has a has a really long, hard road ahead of them, man. Um, but John, we only have a couple more minutes left with you. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple questions, and when we talked about this on Saturday at the field, um, you know, like I, I tried to to figure out another some other tr- uh, example that we could replace you know, what he said with, with another example and, and give some type of different scenarios. You know, right. what if he would have said something towards Hispanics or what what if he would have said something against the gay community? Um, do you think the media and maybe the mob, as you call the, you know, the masses would, would have, you know, taken up this, this, this whole big ordeal and blown it up like, like it's been? No, I don't. Uh, you know, I, and the reason is is because 70% of the NBA isn't gay or 70% of the NBA isn't Hispanic. I mean, that's the big issue. You have a, a, a sport organization that's uh, dominated by African Americans. And so when you put that together and you make comments, derogatory comments towards a particular race, which happens to run 70% of the league, I think for the sanctity and sake of that league, you have to do something. If it was the, uh, something else or it, it was a comment – about homosexuals or uh, or the Hispanics, I don't think it would have been – it would have caught the press. I don't even think it would have been released because she wouldn't have been – I mean, you know, look at her. She, she was on 2020 just with Barbara Walters. So I, I don't think that it would have had the benefit it would have because, you know, a lot of people aren't ready for that yet, you know. I mean, you got to look at there, – there, that's a whole separate issue that we could talk about for a while, but I just don't think it would have gotten the same traction. I don't know. It seems kind of weird to me that – you know, she is Mexican. If, if he would have said something about the Hispanics, maybe, you know, hey, don't bring Hispanics to my basketball games or don't take any pictures with Hispanics on Instagram or the same thing. She, he would have said something about the gay community. You know, we, the Hispanics are, I, I believe, it's the biggest minority group or the fastest-growing minority group in the United States, if not the biggest. Um and the gay community, you know, every day, especially down here in Miami, we, we come in contact with the gay community almost every day, especially down in, by South Beach or, you know, everywhere, everywhere. Um, I just think it's, it's kind of weird how they've just blown this up because of uh, the racial thing. And, and like you said at the beginning of, of your segment, that affirmative action is, is really it's obsolete now and the courts have totally taken it off but um i just think it's 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 kind of weird man it, it's there's something going on in country like you said before you know it's it's really weird especially when the media gets a hold of something and really wants to push it, it it's almost to me like they have a secret agenda or i don't know man i i really don't know what it is man no, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with you. You know, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I, I think a racism is alive and well. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily one way. I think there's multiple 
races that don't like the other, and, and that's just, you know, that's something we have to, as a society, have to deal with. Uh, I mean, is it any, is it as, as bad as it once was? No, but does that mean it's, it's now okay to just move on and forget about it? You don't know. And, you know, but my whole thing is, you know, look, the fans didn't stop going to the games. The players didn't stop coming to pick up a check. The coach didn't go. You know, the, you know maybe some sponsors backed out. Some stated. But remember when Tiger Woods got in the scandal? Some of the sponsors backed out. But then as soon as he's back to his glory, they jump right back in. I mean, and that's what it is. I mean, you know, it's only once this dies down or, you know, goes back to the status quo, people will forget about it. And, and that's, that's kind of the uh, – um, the primacy, you know, people remember what's right in your face right now, but we live in a society where our attention span is so short with, you know, the Vine videos and things like that, that, you know, once this is, has really passed its point of, of relevance, I, I don't think anyone's going to care. Um, and, and this potentially, this issue could drag on for months, if not years. So we'll just have to see, uh, you know, kind of how it turns out. All right. So you're, you're, Decision at the end of the uh, at the end of the case. It, will Donald Sterling still be a uh, owner at the end of all this of the of the Los Angeles Clippers or not? With what I've seen and the authority of the NBA under the bylaws, <clears throat> I think he'll still be the owner. Whether he'll be involved, you know, if, if they, they can obviously ban him from attending and participating and all that, he may not be involved, but I still think he'll be the owner. Wow, incredible. But, but, but listen, but we don't know. I mean, I may be wrong. I mean, it, there's nothing to say that, you know, the court could find or interpret there could be some really good lawyering to, to show the, how he violated the terms of that bylaws to allow the owners to get him out. And if they do, then – but this is something that would be appealed, go to the Ninth Circuit. I mean, it, you know, it, it would be a, a very – I think a very big issue. But And that, and in that is just – it'll take time. So we'll just have to wait and see. So how long do you think? Maybe one, two years? Ooh, I mean, that it really de- that really depends. I mean, we don't know how the process is going to work, if there's going to be a vote from the NBA first, and then he has to challenge it in federal court, and then how long that's got to go, then you got to get a resolution, and then if that is an appeal. I mean, this could literally – I mean, it could be, you know, one year. It could be five, you know. could be could be four months. It could – you know, we don't know. Maybe he'll just take the billion dollars and run. But I doubt it. I think he's going to fight. Now, do you think the longer it runs, is it better for the NBA or is it better for Sterling? You know, I don't really know the answer to that question. I think that – I don't think the time issue really matters. I think if it if it drags on long enough, if it drags on forever, I think that maybe that the credibility with the NBA will will waver some because it's like, look, you guys should have done this. Why is he not out? He should be out. Like to people who don't maybe understand the legality behind it, will think expect this to be done immediately. And if it's not done, you know, maybe they'll they'll lose some credit with the NBA. I, I mean, Donald Sterling has nothing to lose by time because if he has the decision in place or that it's taking forever and he's not out, he's still the owner. So he's still getting to to reap the benefits of the owner. So. I think the longer it exactly. takes for him to so, uh he's still making money, man. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? It's money? I mean look, I mean you exactly. know, I don't see And that's why we're having all these problems, because of the money. It's all about it's all about the money, man. You know, if 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 they would have if if this were to come out and fine, you know, there there is no racism in this country. 
and this is just a crazy old kook, right? Well, if it wasn't all about the money, then all his players would have left them, his coaches would have left them, the black community would have not gone to the to the games, and we he would have had to have, I don't know maybe pick all white players or or you know maybe go bankrupt because nobody goes to his games or whatnot, but. You know, the players need to get their paycheck. The manager, the coaches want to get their paycheck. So it's really, it's not about morals. It's, it's all about the money, really, right? Yeah, and, and that's it is. And I, and I think that that's in everything. I mean, you know, I, I work in a system, you know, the justice system that, you know, you get better better service and better representation the more money you have, you know, and, and that's, Kind of as unfortunate as that is, that's just the reality of the situation, and it's just the reality of life, you know. And, and I think that if people really were upset the way they they seem to be upset, they're, they're, they should have, you know. Not, and I understand they got they have a job, they have an obligation, they have a contract. So maybe I respected the fact that they're honoring their contractual obligation because they could be not only withheld money, but they may be able to be sued for failing to show up or, or something to that effect. But I think that yeah, maybe there should have been a fan boycott. Um, you know, all those kind of things. But now that they're in the playoffs and they advance, I, I don't think I, they're going to be sold out every night. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and look at the game they had just just last night against the Oklahoma Thunder, man. You know, Chris, Chris Paul had a, a career career playoff night. And, uh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna sell out every, every game from here on out through, through the playoffs. And who knows, they might even reach uh, the NBA Finals. But I do know this, they're going to lose to the Miami Heat. Oh, of course. My, what's Miami up? 81-68 right now over Brooklyn. Come on, man. Kevin Garnett's knees can't make it seven games. He ain't going to make it five. Yeah, man. You should be on knees, man. You, you got like what, maybe one left? No, no, no. Yeah, I got one left, but don't worry. My, my knee will be uh, – I'm going to give it a couple more weeks, and I'll be out there. That that average will jump. Don't worry. We're looking forward to that, John. Well, John, man, thank you. Thank you so much for for all this information, and I'm sure we're going to talk to you again about the whole uh, NBA and Donald Sterling, and we'll we'll stay tuned to, to all the uh, all the happenings in that case, brother. Uh, John, if you want to say any, any last words, any shout-outs to anybody, go, go right ahead, my bro. Um. You know, I just want to thank, you know, Manny having me uh, out on the show again. And, and obviously that, you know, the sports-related community, this is something like I'm really interested in and involved in. And, you know, but if anybody has any questions or needs any, any legal advice, um, they can contact me. You know, it's Fisher Law Firm. Uh, my number is 954-563-8111. You can reach me at www.jpfisherlaw.com or at Twitter at Fisher Law Firm. But thanks for having me on the show, Manny. Thank you, John. And um, just to wrap things up, I want to thank John Fisher from Fisher Law Firm. Like you just heard, you could visit him on Twitter at Fisher Law Firm. That's F-I-S-C-H-E-R Law Firm together. And I want to give a special thanks to our other sponsors, uh, Mario Soldiers, uh, Dr. Raymond Tomos, the official chiropractor of ISPS, also the Hitting Jackets, and Pop Toss, 
the uh, 21st century batting tee. Also, Muchera. Muchera is the official sliding pants of ISPS. At uh, all these partners, you could always mention ISPS and uh, receive uh, discounted prices. Um, and also, thank you to uh, John Fisher from Fisher Law Firm, the official lawyer of ISPS. Um, you could always tweet us at ISPSO on Twitter and uh, follow me also on my personal Twitter, Manuel Ferrero, at Manuel Ferrero. Um, please listen tomorrow night at 8 p.m. on the West Coast. Listen to the Toe to Toe Softball Show with Corey Ryder. And also on Thursday night, we have the uh, Dr. Ray Hot Corner with Dr. Ray Tomos. Um, Thank you all once again for listening to the show. I'll see. I'll talk to you all again next Tuesday night. Peace. drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint, try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty-one twenty-five per month credit applied within two bills. If cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply. So imagine when you put your child to sleep every night that they could die if they are not connected to a mechanical ventilator. Our daughter Natasha has a very rare genetic medical condition. She stops breathing when she sleeps. Even though we pay our health insurance, there was no way we can afford her medical care. So we rely on Medicaid. 
At Providence St. Joseph Health, we believe health is a human right. Learn more at future.psjhealth.org.